0: Welcome, welcome to the AV Forums Podcast Extra, presented by Phil Hinton.
1: Welcome to the first AV Forums Podcast Extra. Every fortnight between the main AV Forums podcasts. I'll be here to bring you up to date with the latest breaking hardware news, as well as updates on stories we brought you in previous episodes. We'll also have the latest DVD news and reviews, plus gaming news with Neil Guardhouse. So, to kick things off... This week's, week's Audiovisual News. news. In this episode, are LCD TV sales running out of steam? Sony announces yet another delay for Blu-ray. Championship football gets the HD treatment from Sky. And an important update on Samsung's 1080p LCD claims. It would appear that despite predictions that 2006 would see a massive upturn in the flat panel TV market, recent reports would suggest that LCD TV sales are running out of steam. Consumer research has shown that retail prices are in a steady decline. Great for us consumers, but very costly for the major brands. Although there is the usual excitement surrounding the World Cup in Europe, sales figures seem to suggest that take up on new technology such as LCD TV has failed to materialise in the manner predicted. There are many factors in the marketplace which may account for such poor consumer demand, with the latest high-def disc format war and, until recently, confusion about HD TV broadcasts in Europe. Stay tuned for more detailed information in coming podcasts. Sony has announced that their planned May 23rd launch of Blu-ray disc has been delayed until June 25th. Reasons given are that the first hardware players will not ship to stores stateside until the end of June. It would appear that Sony has taken a leaf out of Toshiba and Warner's HD DVD book by coordinating both hardware and software releases for same-day and date release. More exciting high-def news for football fans... It's the announcement from Sky that it will broadcast Coca-Cola Championship football in HD from the start of the 2006-2007 season. This announcement joins the already confirmed HD broadcasts of the World Cup on the BBC, as well as Premiership Football, the Rugby Union Premiership and this summer's cricket action on Sky Sports HD. And finally, you may remember John Archer's exclusive report on Samsung's new LCD TV range in our first podcast. The exciting news was that the sets would accept 1080p signals. Well, it appears that this is not the case after all. John has taken a closer look at the first LCD model to arrive in the UK, the 32R74, and it failed to take a 1080p feed. It would appear that either the set's specification has been changed at the last minute or that the company representative who initially spoke to John didn't know his 1080i from his 1080p. I'm sure we'll have more on Samsung's claims in later editions of the podcast. In what some see as a dramatic move, Panasonic and Sony have teamed together and announced a new HD recording format called AVCHD. The format has implications for all future HD recording technologies, both inside and outside the home, and allows for the recording and playback of high definition video on standard 8cm DVD media. However, if you expect to see AVC HD products in the UK this year, you'll be disappointed. Having announced the format, the two companies now have to begin the process of licensing and promoting this new technology, which realistically is likely to make its debut in 2007. Even though Sony currently offers a method of HD recording utilising DV tape, it's likely to be discontinued as soon as AVCHD arrives. The new format will record 1080i and 720p video onto 8cm DVD media and we will use the MPEG-4 AVCH264 codec for video compression as well as Dolby Digital and linear PMC for audio. The initial specification sheet implies that users will be able to record 1080i 24 frames per second, but that is obviously not definite. This, in theory, should make it possible to develop HD video cameras, which are compact in size as well as having high-quality video and audio. And we'll have more on this story in future podcasts.
2: The AV Forum's Podcast Extra. Extra,
0: coming soon.
2: So, you want the latest DVD reviews from around the world? And the latest high-definition software reviews? And you need to know exactly what is coming to DVD and when? In 2000, the AV Forums was born. In February 2006, we gave you the AV Forums podcast. This month, to fulfill your AV software needs, we give you AV Play, a dedicated site for DVD, high definition software, and game news and reviews. Brought to you by the same team of reviewers and reporters that have made the AV Forums such an outstanding success, we'll have the biggest news and reviews online before anyone else. Our reviews are renowned for their in-depth technical nature, and this will be expanded with more interactive features, more images, and more details on every major release. We'll also be bringing you detailed and engaging feature articles on all areas of film, DVD, and beyond. Stand by for the biggest DVD resource on the Internet, and your number one choice for all things DVD, HD, and more. AVplay.com Bookmark it now.
0: You're listening to the AV Forums Podcast Extra. DVD News.
1: The humble Star Wars fan has been moaning for years about George Lucas and his reimagining of the original trilogy, demanding that they be given access on DVD to the original versions of the movies that appeared in theatres. Well, the force has certainly been with those fans this week, as Lucasfilm and Fox Home Entertainment have announced that the original unedited films will grace DVD players the world over on September the 12th details are sketchy at the moment, but the original films will appear as extras on a new re-release of the special edition DVDs, which will only be available until December 31st. Is it all too tempting to miss? And will millions hand over the hard end to own these films yet again? That will be a big fat yes then. Universal has confirmed their HD DVD titles due to appear in the States on May 23rd. Titles amongst the larger-than-expected list are The Chronicles of Riddick Director's Cut, The Born Supremacy, Van Helsing and U571. And appearing from June 9th will be Happy Gilmore, The Rundown, Friday Night Lights and Pitch Black. All these releases will feature 1080p transfers and Dolby 5.1 plus soundtracks along with the original DVD extras in 480 interlaced. Universal have also stated that they will be following Warner Brothers' lead and release hybrid DVD-HD DVD, DVD dual-format discs from the end of June. And finally, Gates Home Entertainment will release the George Clooney-directed Good Night and Good Luck on UK Region 2 DVD from the 26th of June. The highly acclaimed thriller will feature an anamorphic transfer on both DTS and Dolby 5.1 soundtracks, as well as a commentary track, photo galleries and a trailer. And that rounds up the DVD news for this week.
0: This week's DVD Reviews
2: We are in the last city on Earth. Some call it the perfect society. But others know better. Government control is total. People disappear as though they never existed. But there are rebels who believe in freedom. And who fight in the name of the disappeared? I am one of them.
1: Aeon Flux, based on the MTV cartoon of the same name, stars Charlize Theron as an underground operative. Aeon is the rebel's best chance of overthrowing an oppressive government, but whilst on a mission to assassinate the government's leader, she discovers a web of secrets and lies which could change the future of the world. The 2.40 to 1 anamorphic transfer looks good for the majority of the movie's running time. However, attention is drawing to the annoying white specks seen on the print. For such a recent movie, this is quite disappointing. Other than that, some of the effects work also leaves a lot to be desired. Certain CGI scenes look muddy and soft, whereas the rest of the transfer looks nice and sharp. The Dolby Digital 5.1 soundtrack is also quite disappointing for a supposed action-packed movie. There is little use of steering effects heard, and the surrounds are used in the most part for the headache-inducing dance soundtrack. Just check out the score behind my voice now. Dialogue is clear, but everything appears to have been turned up to 11, and not an entirely good way. Extras are quite comprehensive, however quantity doesn't always mean quality. If you enjoy the movie, then you may want to waste some of your time looking at the five featurettes and trailers. Overall, well, what can we say? If you enjoyed the original cartoon series, you may see some redeeming features in this movie. If not, it's probably best to avoid. The film scores 3 out of 10.
2: You may want to duck. I had a life once. Now all I have is a mission.
0: This week's DVD Reviews.
2: At 0300 this morning, TDRS picked up an automated navigation beacon broadcasting at two-minute intervals in Neptune orbit. Neptune orbit.
0: This is incredible. The event horizon... Then Horizon was the culmination of a secret government project to create a spacecraft capable of faster than light flight. The ship doesn't really go faster than light. What it does is it creates a dimensional gateway that allows it to jump instantaneously from one point of the universe to another light years away. Where has she been for the last seven years, Doctor? That's what we're here
1: It may not have set the universe alight when it first hit cinema screens back in 1997, but Event Horizon has certainly grown as a cult sci-fi classic amongst fans. Released now on Region 1 DVD, it's a special collector's edition of the film, which has two discs crammed full of extras and special features. For those unaware of this sci-fi thriller, the storyline follows the rediscovery of the research ship Event Horizon. Lost in space on its maiden voyage seven years ago, the ship suddenly reappears, but all contact with the vessel's crew has failed. A rescue party are sent to investigate, and find no one is on board, however the ship seems to have gained a life of its own. Coming in with a 235-1 anamorphic picture, Event Horizon boasts a marvellous level of detail and contrast, skin tones are spot on and realistic, and there's a tremendous sense of depth to the image that makes the whole thing a joy to watch. Every inch of this incredibly detailed spaceship is clear and sharp, with only a few instances when background clarity is sacrificed in favour of some front and centre pyrotechnics. The Dolby Digital 5.1 Sound Mix is a terrific, well steered and dynamic track in its own right, fully immersive and exciting but it is trounced by a DTS mix that takes bass levels to a spectacular new depth of room-shaking power and a fully enveloping sound design that literally floods the soundstage with precision acoustics. The pounding opening theme sets a scene with a techno-thumping adrenal kickstart and the aural sensation doesn't quit from then on in. The rumbling flybys by the various spacecraft are absolutely bone-shaking. And boy, is there some substance to the special features. For a film that split audiences down the middle and continues to do so to this day, Paramount has literally pulled out all the stops to provide some really comprehensive, intelligently presented and wonderfully entertaining features and documentaries. Say what you want about Paul Anderson's movies, but his approach to special edition DVDs is one of warts and all generosity. We may not have received the full, super gory extended edition he promised us so many times in the past, but the wealth of goodies he has bestowed on this release really does go a long way to make amends. Well, this is an excellent package overall. The AV performance is extremely good, and the extras are plentiful and comprehensive, and the whole approach to examining the film is nothing short of stunning. The thing is, though, the film arguably doesn't deserve such lavish treatment. There's definitely a good story in there somewhere, but Anderson steadfastly refuses to let it breathe and come to life. A letdown of a movie bolted onto a fantastic DVD package, Event Horizon scores an overall 8 out of 10. Vacate, I want off this ship.
0: I can't leave. She won't let you. God help us. The AV Forum's podcast extra, Gaming News, with Neil Gardhouse.
3: The announcement that everyone wanted to hear was made on Monday at E3, but when it happened, a lot of people probably wished it hadn't. Sony has finally announced the price of the PlayStation 3 at $499 for a core system and $599 for the premium system. There are going to be some real differences between the two systems. The biggest difference is that the entry level will have a 20GB hard disk as opposed to a 60GB one in the premium system. However, that's not all, as the entry-level system will be lacking key features such as HDMI support, memory stick, SD and compact flash reading capability, or Wi-Fi. On top of this, there doesn't appear to be any form of force feedback or rumble feature in the controller. Coupled with the news that the Premium Edition won't have the dual HDMI support that Sony promised, it appears that not only are Sony guilty of the very things they condemned Microsoft for doing with the 360, but they've actually made bigger mistakes by going back on their own statements. From this announcement, it seems Sony's honeymoon period could be over. Not to be outdone, Microsoft has officially announced the external HD DVD player for the Xbox 360. No exact release date or price has been announced, but they have stressed their support for the format saying it would win because of low pricing. Staying with E3, and as you would expect, forthcoming games were shown for the first time. Whilst everyone is drooling over Halo 3 and Gran Turismo, we turn an eye to some of the least hyped but highly anticipated titles. First up, Turok is back, and this time he's next gen. Yes, PS3 and Xbox 360 owners will get to jump into some dinosaur hunting action from new publisher Buena Vista Games, with development being handled by Propaganda Games. The early screenshots are looking very promising, although no real details have been forthcoming as yet. Look out for this later in the year. Next, in Superman Returns, the video game, you explore and protect Metropolis as the Man of Steel. Metropolis itself is not only expansive, but it also changes dynamically with you as you affect gameplay. For example, citizens will run away in terror from newly erupting danger, and may also exit their cars to cheer and snap photos as you fly overhead to save them. Superman may be invincible, but Metropolis isn't, and as your actions will affect its destruction, by virtue it will affect your availability to progress. Launching on all major formats by EA Games, the only bad news for gamers is this has suffered a delay. Originally planned to coincide with the theatrical release of the movie, it has now slipped to coincide with the DVD release this Christmas. Finally, Xbox 360 owners can also look forward to what could be one of the games of the year for the PC in the shape of Bioshock. Developed by Irrational Games, the minds behind the classic System Shock 2, Bioshock is a first-person action RPG, set against an alternate World War II backdrop. It seems the Nazis are up to no good again, and this time they're combining soldiers with an all manner of nasty creatures to form genetically altered mutants. With a spine chilling setting, sci fi themes, RPG elements, and a deep storyline with first person action, Bioshock could be mistaken for System Shock 2 due to the look and feel of the game. Look out for this sometime in 2007. And that's your gaming news for now.
0: Get the latest AV hardware reviews and price comparison information. Visit AVReviews.com. Contact the AV Forums podcast. Email podcast at avforums.com. Make a note of
1: it. If you have any questions you would like us to contact manufacturers about on your behalf, then email avdoctor at avforums.com. And that brings the first AV Forums podcast extra to a close. Remember to tune in to podcast six next Thursday with Jason and the rest of the team, and I'll be back for another podcast extra in two weeks' time. This is Phil Hinton saying thanks for listening. Stay subscribed and tell your friends.
0: The AV Forums Podcast Extra was written and presented by Phil Hinton. The Gaming News was presented by Neil Gardhouse and written by Damon Dove. Original music by Andrew Bassett. The AV Forums Podcast Extra was mixed and produced by Phil Hinton, and the senior producer was Stuart Wright. All content, including sound clips and music, is copyright material and used for promotional use only. The AV Forums Podcast Extra is copyright M2N Limited.